0: This is where the fun begins. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. King Kong! King Kong ain't got shit on me! Oh my god! Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? Calm. What's the procedure? Stay
1: calm! Say my name, and here we go.
2: what's going on guys (laughs) welcome to another episode of realish i am derek yeah but i'm derek co-host matt yes sir and uh, we're being joined today with uh one of my very very good friends uh she's known me since before i had a beard or a mustache uh bianca durant how you doing
3: I'm good. I wish we could like flash a pic of just like you, beardless, looking Oof. like 11 years old. I,
2: yeah, I look like a muskrat. So <laughs>
3: next <be>. next time, <laughs> I'm just gonna have that. Like share my screen and just have yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Those are those are those are horrible times. Such a big head and a small body. So you know, I'm glad you <laughs> worked I- it out grew grew right into the head so yeah but i'm glad you were able to finally join us today um uh before we get into it let's go ahead and do some housekeeping real quick uh if you guys are watching the show uh that means you're on our youtube channel so please go ahead and subscribe hit the like button hit subscribe and hit the notification bell uh for any updates on the channel we have plenty of shows for you guys to watch Uh, if anything you're into with music movies sports or anything of the sort uh you will be able to find anything on our ots channel Uh, so please subscribe Uh, follow on all social media platforms ots media co all social media platforms we actually just got a TikTok, and i don't know what to do with it so (laughs) (laughs) ots media co uh otsmediaco.com check out the website for all updates uh uh, articles and uh other things with with other shows as well and uh say we are also being uh, sponsored by uh number one boxers so please go out and get uh get a comfortable pair of boxers for yourself or your lady uh (laughs) the best best pair of boxes i've ever worn so uh black owned company so if you want to be able to go check that out go ahead check out the link in our bio uh you'll be able to support two black owned businesses at one time uh so please go ahead and get something for the champ in your life all right that was actually the best one we've done so far um all right, so let's go ahead and get into it. Matt, what's up, what's up with the entertainment news today, bro?
0: Yeah, yeah. So I agree. we can go ahead and uh, go over this agenda. So first and foremost, we'll be discussing uh, Neff Campbell's decision not to return uh, to Scream 6. Uh, and then yep. uh, the second uh, part we'll be discussing today uh, is Netflix has been the active development of a live-action uh, One Piece mm. series. Uh, and so I sort of wanted to ask a broader question, which is, you know, can anime's actually be adapted into live action, or will they mm-hmm. always be on the level of like a Dragon Ball Evolution? Or That's I'm really sure you can give a, a wealth of other uh, poor examples of how not to do things. <laughs> uh, but I guess we'll we'll speak to the to the latter first. I was sort of wanted to, you know, poke uh, both of your brains about, um, you know, Campbell's decision and sort of what that. Implies uh, for the future to franchise yeah yeah big uh, anything for that
3: i'm just over honestly any sort of reboot and just i don't need it anymore and so for me i'm just not as invested in them as i feel that they can be i feel like there's just so many good new stories that people are developing and i get like the making money off of you know older developments and things like that but I just really wanna see new things. And so I definitely understand you know, what that means for that. I'm not coming back to the, the, the franchise, but like I need something other than the franchise.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, it's it sucks because it seems like uh, Hollywood has this thing where they want to just regurgitate stories almost every 10 years or, or franchises or try to go back in for the nostalgia effect. But I, mean, I think part of her reason though was also pay so i think and this is this is a great thing actually because we're we're in a time where women are actually speaking up about uh uh discrepancies in pay uh especially for for these types of projects and you've you've been one of the the staples for the for the franchise it makes sense that you're one of the highest paid on the on the on the film um so I mean, money talks man she, she'll she come back yeah. if, they, if they pay her <laughs> she'll come back if they pay her
3: yeah but
2: is there a necess- is it is it necessary that we need another one
3: <laughs> i mean there that's a good point about the pay because there's just been so many shows where you know they you, your favorite character you know dies off or something happens and then you, you sort of find out later on it's because they didn't they didn't pay me they didn't want to renew yeah. my contract they didn't do it to the terms and so it really didn't have anything to do with the you know the creativity aspect of it, it really was mm-hmm. just like a, like you said, money talks, which you know can always you know help or hurt a franchise depending for sure.
2: Yeah, I mean especially when you're making money too. I like it. It's yeah. not. It's not like. It's not like this is this franchise isn't making any money. Right. They're obviously making some. If you're just you coming out with all these movies, exactly.
3: I mean, later. but sometimes it forces a new storyline out of out of the writers and directors. And so maybe we'll get true. something new, something fresh that we've never seen before. Which, I, like I said, if we're going to reboot it. Let's let's get something fresh on on the screen.
2: See, like I, I think there's a place for Scream. I
3: think
2: <laughs> I think there's a place for it. My problem is, uh, in 2022, can you can you shoot that? Yeah. The same way <laughs> as you did in the 90s. No. No, you can't. No, it you can't make it the same horrible. joke.
3: You can't. Yeah.
2: yeah. I don't want to see that. If you're gonna bring it back, do it to the best of its ability. That right. was my problem with the matrix resurrections. You you can't lean Great on one. <laughs> Absolute disgrace yeah if you're, going to, joke. If, if you're going to <laughs> joke. if you're going to bring something back you can't lean on uh nostalgia to be right. the, the driving force behind the project the, exactly. the story has to make sense the 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 technology has to look great in terms right. of green screen or, or 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 camera work like everything has to look good it has to fit the modern right. day you can't just lean on shooting it the same way you shot it back in the Absolutely. 90s it doesn't work like i like
3: what they did with the fresh prince though see, where that... they added an element of drama to the show yeah. people complained about it because it didn't have that same nostalgia mm-hmm. but at the same time like you've got to give them credit for taking a storyline or a group of characters that we've seen before and giving us you know some drama some characters, yeah. something more modern i, I think I, I do like that
2: there see there were elements of nostalgia in it but they oh, made it their yes. own Absolutely. The the nostalgia wasn't the driving force. Like you can have nostalgia to be a part of the project, but you right. can't have that be the, the thing exactly. that drives everything. Like I'm not gonna sit right. here and want to watch, uh, like <laughs> it's great example. I promise you, Michael Keaton is in this new flash movie as Batman and still looking <laughs> the same way he did in the eighties. I don't want to see that. I, I don't want to see that, man. <laughs> I want him to look old because <laughs> Michael Keaton is what, 70? yeah like i mean let's 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 be realistic here i know it's a comic book film but yeah be realistic that and that's that's my problem i don't want to see something that i saw when i was a kid yeah i'm older
3: you know what you get older (laughs) it's a weird transition a little bit but it kind of is what you were talking about that's exactly what adele was saying with her music she was like why am i why am i trying to make music for 14 year olds the people who grew up on me are grown they yeah. have developed they have been through a divorce so i feel like artists who are growing with us um and even having nostalgia as like a character in the background and not mm-hmm. necessarily what drives the show is is yeah. this something that, that they should lean on definitely that's perfect.
2: That's, that's that's perfect yeah, it makes
3: yeah. she sense. was like i'm not making tiktoks
0: <laughs> <laughs> and i i, I think it, and even a bigger concern too is you know we can sort of voice our our disagreements uh with studios developing remakes and such, mm-hmm. but where's the same energy for original properties right because right. we have to we have to come into question um you know social media is a very powerful tool and uh obviously a huge driving force to how certain projects are are, are brought to light right that's um, true. but sort of i mean i see a number of things online of you know independent films like i had to get a24 instance. i was just
3: gonna say yes. great yeah. independent film right? companies. so
0: you look man. at man yeah you they're look doing at ev- some
3: really good stuff yeah
0: you look at yeah. everything everywhere all at once i think grossed uh 85 million dollars at the box yeah. up, so it became mm-hmm. the highest grossing uh film from their studio mm-hmm. um so there's clearly an audience who, who wants to like access like something mm-hmm. new uh, mm-hmm. But the problem is you sort of see a cinema dominated by superhero or right. franchise different films um, and, you know, they take up a majority of, of theaters and, you know, uh, I mean, that leads to an entirely separate conversation, but uh, it's an important one to have as, yeah. you know, uh, hopefully upcoming filmmakers feel more confident in getting their films out there uh, in a theatrical setting as opposed to, you know, uh, other methods, you know. Definitely. Yeah
2: see that that's like i wish that the film industry film or tv industry would actually do what the music industry is doing like we're not sitting here 10 15 20 years later listening to like jay-z's music is not the same as it was in the 90s yeah he has the same feel in terms of lyricism but he's grown so in his art you've seen a reflection of his of his growth I I don't know why Hollywood is <laughs> stuck in this era of just regurgitation. I don't yeah. I don't want to see the same thing over and over again. Like I, I don't want to like if I want when I have kids, if I want them them to see what I saw when I was a <laughs> kid, I will show them what I what absolutely. I don't want to I don't, wanna, I don't right. want them to see the exact same thing in their time as what I'm seeing. That doesn't make any yeah. sense.
3: It's that kind of like sense. a combination of what both of you guys are saying just about um, what Matthew was saying just about maybe it's just that people don't even know what they want anymore. They're just so used to getting what they want from the Internet, from Twitter, from Instagram, that maybe they just don't even know that the new content is what they want. But going off of your yeah. point, the new content is bringing money in as well, too. Yeah. So it's sort yeah. of like, are you are you taking a gamble, um, you know, on trying new content but at the same time? It's just like, yeah people it's so funny because people complain they remember about the the new lion king being like two live action and i'm like that's so weird because if you wanted to see an animated one we got that back yes. in 94. you guys yes. can pop that yeah. right into the yes. dvd player
2: it's gonna hit the
3: same way i promise
2: it will Y'all being yeah. like the
3: live action is too live dude?
2: and We're you know done.
3: what's
2: you know what's funny about the live action one though i felt like it told scar's story better yeah. I felt like I understood Scar more in the live action than I did in the animated one.
3: Which, again, maybe even talks about the progression of Lion King was for children when it came out. Now right. we're older. So maybe yes. we get a little bit more of the villain story because it was marketed towards a little bit of an older audience. Which, again, just like maybe these reboots are forcing people to look at things in a new way. But, like, mm-hmm. if it's the same old, I don't know if I want it. <laughs> Especially <laughs> yeah. if, the, if the people you love aren't coming back to so the franchise.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that's an excellent point. I will excellent. say, uh, there's a, a quick tangent. I hated the live action line, <laughs> did you like whole? Oh, I, I, I gave did that, I won, I gave really? that I a one out of five. I, I didn't like it. I a one out of five. You know, I think thank
3: God for Beyonce and her music, just carrying it on her my, back.
0: My I problem, thought, she was the worst part about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, <laughs> my problem is that uh, they made, I'll give an example. So yeah. I don't remember the exact song, but I think it's like or I, I think it's just just want to be king mm-hmm. uh, uh sorry this is a tangent but we'll obviously okay. we'll get back into our original yeah. discussion that is like in the in the animated version the lyrics are succinct so like everything mm-hmm. falls in line with the beat mm-hmm. if you listen to the live action closely mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: it's like characters are speaking but not in tune to the rhythmics. so you, i'll give no. an well, example like the
3: cadence like, is off the yeah. cadence
0: is off like if you, you have to listen to it carefully
3: yeah uh, there's
0: like, and then another example is like I watched a video. I think there's a moment where they actually didn't do uh, something right in post-production. Mm-hmm. So Simba's supposed to sing in, like a G. I think it's like a G minor,
1: mm-hmm. and I think
0: it's an F. So like it, he, he's singing a lyric, and he it literally goes like King like that in the song if you listen to it, yeah. And well, he, none of that, that was none of that was picked up on. So I can't. but so so when hilarious. I watch that moment. I can't help but think of. Oh
3: man!
0: You know what I mean? Oh so, man! Sorry, not that's so a no.
3: Uh, no, no, that's the good stuff. That's now, why you go yeah. back and rewatch films. Yeah, yeah. Know, so that you yeah. pick up on things like that.
2: Yeah. That's hilarious! I never. I,
3: I yeah, I didn't care for it.
2: I, well, see, I thought again. I thought they kind of. I think they did shot for shot a lot in mm-hmm. different scenes, but I thought they kind of evolved, form some form of the story as well. The problem that I had was, was Beyonce as Nala. I thought her music was beautiful. I don't
3: wanna hear your raspy voice as a young lioness, girl. That was horrible. The music, I love
2: it. The music was perfect. I did
3: not need your, who wanted a Houston Nala? Girl, please.
2: That was not good at
0: all. And even like, (laughs) even (laughs) even the like, I don't understand is why they why they some can't just feel love tonight in daytime
3: <laughs> yeah. We, yeah we gotta move on because uh, yeah
1: let's ever yeah, ever so, so, yeah. So, because
3: clearly we can do it
0: yeah oh my so, god i even, like, can be done. Yeah. We all i forgot all news. about that yeah so the the so for anyone watching the larger point and i think this is sort of what we're alluding to is remakes often do not capture the essence of of the of the original and so you know the tie back uh you know so what i asked originally being scream um i never watched a scream movie in my life uh i i plan on going the rest of my life without doing so (laughs) and so any attempt of paramount uh to you know to make another movie go right ahead i won't be exactly i I will i certainly won't be in in the theater um but i just found it a bit questionable to not give your leading character uh your leading actress uh the right amount of money i think right it and, is and I, again, mind-boggling that... to me and i don't imagine your film would be as successful without her um so maybe yeah. nicolas jason will happen maybe not but mm-hmm. uh yeah it, it's just it's a bizarre situation it's very yeah. bizarre for sure
2: for sure yeah I th- and again i think it's, it's mainly because she is that she's a woman
3: the coin yeah I, they don't, I, want I, the coins. don't want to give her the coin no one
2: give her the money because she's a woman and, and that that to me doesn't even make sense so i, I they better they better wise up because i didn't make a, a a series out of that An mtv
3: that's mm, that happens, that's why right? i didn't watch it yeah
2: okay
0: all right well we we'll go ahead and move on from that then <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> um and actually interestingly uh, uh, uh quite a bit of what we discussed is, is, a, is applicable um to the live action one piece series so those mm-hmm. unaware one piece is a is a japanese, a japanese anime series spanning for over i mean i think a thousand plus episodes
1: mm-hmm.
0: at this point and netflix is sort of taking a uh, taking on their own interpretation in spite of uh the very poor performance of their cowboy bebop live action mm-hmm. series Mm-hmm. Um, and then with, during uh, Netflix Geek Week, uh, they announced, and they basically to the show like some behind the scenes footage of making what look to be very accurate uh, uh, sets of the very, uh, I guess, of the ships they use in the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, if you're familiar with the material, uh, you know, go right ahead. Because I, I don't know any of the characters, but the question I did want to pose is, are anime truly capable? of being adapted in live action or are they so stylized to where you have you know a western perspective on it there's no way you you know there might be a clear disconnect as to like what the anime is supposed to be versus how someone thinks it, it should be if that makes sense
3: yeah. yeah, I don't need a live action anime. <laughs> I think that part of anime that makes it awesome is being able to do things within the animation that you cannot do or adapt to real life. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that the best CGI in the world is going to give us some of the best like fight scenes that anime has given us. You know, I, th- I just I don't see it and I don't understand why we need it. and i think that any show that's going to give you a lot of fight scenes a lot of you know manipulated characters as far as like facial features and things like that it's just going to be you're going to need the money and people (laughs) don't want to spend the money so it's just going to be just not as good and so for me i'm just like i'm not really seeing it
2: yeah i don't know much at all this you said one punch right no is that what this is
3: and one punch, I know one okay. piece, the same well, thing. I don't piece. know a whole lot of. OK,
2: OK. Yeah. OK, I don't know anything about anime. I'm because hey, 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 I don't know anything about anime. <laughs> to go play the part. <laughs> so I, but stylistically, I can't yeah. see that being exactly Do I because that's going to take I I would have to imagine any shot with someone doing a, a kick and they, they do that. Um, I don't know what it's called. It's like it's like a shot in anime where you see the, the character floating in air. Yeah, and it's just all exactly. This, like, wisping type of thing or, or motion around them. Oh, like, I know.
0: you're. Exactly. Yeah.
2: You're not going to be able to do that in CGI and make it. Exactly. look Exactly. It's, and it's going to look corny as hell for it to that's actually it. look good. That's going to be a lot of money.
3: They can't even get the uh, live action Powerpuff Girls together. I, so <laughs> I'm not really seeing how we're going to make anime come together. Yeah. Y'all can't even make three girls floating in the sky look good
0: yeah yeah it's um it's a great point
3: we're not thinking yeah, yeah, yeah. things through we, okay. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's fine just, we'll, we'll, we'll email this right on to the people who it needs to be sent to we're gonna send them the link to this so that they'll be able to think some things through with us
0: <laughs> yeah i just I forgot about powerpuff girls
3: exactly yeah oh my the god yeah.
0: the the script link huh. for that actually <laughs> <laughs> um and you know, uh we're usually allowed to. I, I try to refrain from cursing, but it it was probably the, the biggest piece of dog shit I've ever read. <laughs>
3: exactly. Um
0: and I i mean the absolute disrespect because every single the point were... Yeah. Um we, I
3: don't
0: I don't blame the actors but it says something when one of your main stars leaves. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Um god yeah. have mercy on us that, that was a cw too right yep
3: a, a
2: mess that's on why the jump. that's exactly. why <laughs> see if you're going to do something like that you need to have a a, a huge production behind huge it that budget. that needs to be yeah because I i can't imagine that being the budget being any lower than like 190 million The
3: cw who gave us like smallville and and all the other little kind of weird shows, well, smallville you know smallville I mean?
2: smallville, was, smallville was amazing though
3: look at you look at you I, see, No, that's <laughs> the for, best for what, was, for, what that, was, for what it was at
2: the
0: time that it, was it, the it, best it, it, it is look i'm in corny. the wrong
3: i'm in the wrong group for the best, i didn't realize i was in a smallville fan group like,
0: yeah. <laughs> i apologize. No, no, you're, actually, all maybe actually like right. Superman. Right. I hated Those Superman before. That. Off
3: of me, and like, "Actually, great piece of great piece of cinema." I apologize. Truly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, no, you're you're all good. But um yeah, oh, it, it sort of reminds me I guess this whole like uh anime cartoon conversation Mhm. is like I think of Attack on Titan cuz I I I finished yeah. watching all the various parts um I think like two or three weeks ago, and they they have something called ODM gear, which allows characters to like slowly connect the buildings and so forth. And I think to myself, mm. that might be the most expensive movie <laughs> of all, like to actually capture yeah. Yeah. The, the various movements and the having these massive Titan creatures who are, I mean, right. God knows how tall, right? You need a visionary behind that project uh, and I know they're making one. They're they're in development of a live action movie that's not getting off the ground. I don't <laughs> see a reality where because it, it, I think this, and the thing is too. It, it's so the style is so specific. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you have a lot of monologue narrations yeah. that for audiences who are unfamiliar with the medium mm-hmm. will think is very cringy. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's a style. If you don't like one anime, you will not like any. Yeah, and that's a fact of the matter. It, it yeah, everyone is different, like tonally, uh, from a you know tonally and obviously mm-hmm. from a narrative standpoint, but um, it's not for everybody, and no. that's okay to say. It, it's a, it, it's it has a very specific audience right. uh, that it appeals, you know.
3: There are some you could do it with. I'm trying to think of ones that rely less on like fight scenes. I don't know if you guys ever watched um Doctor Stone that was a good one, that was science. And so because of that, it it has a lot of elements of like just cool scientific things happening, not a whole lot of fighting. Obviously it's anime. it does have some fight scenes in it, but I'm thinking ones like that. But then I'm also thinking about other ones that are all fighting. Like I'm thinking of like a Jiu-Jitsu Kaizen, a One Punch Man, where it's like, we are here, to Mm -hmm. fight people i'm just i'm really not seeing it come together so i like i said i'd be you need the money i just would have to think of the budget you would need
2: that again that has to be like close to like 200 million i don't see how you get away with doing anything
3: right that's a lot of visual effects if anyone's gonna have it it's gonna be netflix
2: i don't even know
3: (laughs) i can not think of anybody else that would just
2: Universal. Universal yeah. would do it. Universal would do it. Universal is yeah. willing to put well, big what money that, behind anything.
3: Yeah, what are they talking about? Um, you brought in the aspect of like Western. Oh, I'm so sorry.
2: No, go ahead. No.
3: I'm so sorry. You froze for a second and then you caught up. Oh, okay. Um, Thank you. That's a good point. Universal. I could see that.
2: Yeah. No, what, what were you about to say though?
3: It's interesting too because we're not even considering, yeah, like Japanese based companies or anybody that is actually
0: yeah.
3: the anime <laughs> is based <Yeah>. on. <laughs> it
0: we, would we make need, sense. <laughs> the creators need to be involved, and yeah. that's the fact of the yeah. matter. Like, they need yeah. their imprint mm-hmm. on every version of the script, every step of the production, whether it comes to filming, uh, even if you head back to the writer's room to make edits, costume right. design, et cetera. Like, you need. An authentic experience, especially yeah. for longtime fans. And now, can One Piece be the exception? Like, will 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 it be like the crowning jewel of live action? To be honest, it can be. It's not a very high, you know, margin to beat because mm-hmm. real. What have we been getting in the past few years? Nothing particularly mm-hmm. good. And mm-hmm. I can't even cite examples other than Dragon Ball Evolution. And that there had been you have like um Death Note that came out. Look at the oh, critical right. reception and the and fan response. Ghost in the <laughs> Shell. Same way. Dragon Ball Evolution, that, that we don't. I'm so sorry to anyone who watched that. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, you know, we'll see. Um, I think Hollywood just has to stop. Like there are some things you can't do. Um, and if this is going to be another unsuccessful endeavor for Netflix or just studios in general, mm-hmm. I think just pause the breaks and just develop anime in, within animation like you were saying in the beginning
3: we've seen what happens when creators of the content do not get on board with the content it is not good some i mean we thought that we were going to get another Boondocks, and he the you know original writer never hopped on board until. and honestly we were like we don't want it yeah you know so there is plenty (laughs) of i mean what like the animated avatar like there's so many where we've seen just when the when the creators aren't involved with that next, it's just, it's never Game good. Of Thrones. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know
0: <laughs> Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned, uh, The Last Airbender because that, that was, uh, I, I even said to myself, like after the movie so came bad. out, I said, yeah, no, I'm not taking a live action. And I saw, you know, the original creators were involved. I said, okay, but my curiosity, you know, peaked a bit. They left through the creative yes. differences. I'm out. Uh,
3: because like why are you the original was so successful what could y'all possibly be what's going on here that
0: i i will go on a limb and say that one piece gets picked up for season two but avatar gets canceled after season one just because it's not it's too expensive for netflix yeah and it was just not successful enough to warrant further seasons i can see that i can see that happening I think one piece will miraculously get renewed. It'd be like one of the few exceptions. But I don't see those being sustainable projects for Netflix. Yeah. Especially for a company who's not really willing to like do high budget projects yet they right. make these weird exceptions. Well, you know, it's just I don't know. It's um I mean-
3: There's nothing wrong with a one-season show. I feel like we're just not in the age of that. We're in the age of binging content. But HBO has given us a lot of fantastic one-season shows. I just finished The Landscapers. Like They have given us some really good just... Four or five episodes. Even Hulu does it with a lot of their like crime documentaries, the crime based shows. just mm. give us one season. There's nothing wrong with the quality show. Little fires everywhere. One oh, season. Man. Fantastic. Fantastic. You know what I'm saying? So that we don't always story. need to binge yeah. this content. Sometimes one season is fine. It's just we're in a capitalist society. It's just like, yeah, you yeah. know, <laughs> they can keep making money off of it, they are.
0: Yeah. And and yeah. you know, a lot of a well, lot get uh very cocky when it comes right. to uh certain properties and this is obviously something you know me and Derek I have talked about in the past is like studios are so uh close-minded yeah and don't have a true understanding of what audiences want half the time and sometimes you know you can't do what the audience wants because then your stories become very predictable but other times you sort of have to read the room and say yeah let's you know, let's at least look at the source material, then right. develop the story out of its own capacity. You can take liberties. I think creative yeah. liberties are always important. So that way, right. the project is fresh in and of itself. But sometimes you deviate too off the course. Like, what am I watching? You know, oh, right. watching like a, a fanfic film? Or Absolutely. A fanfic film, you know, and you know You definitely don't want that uh, yeah. when you're investing millions.
3: Yeah. And there's, yeah, there's shows that have way too many seasons. <laughs> and it's just like y'all could have ended this. Three four seasons ago, so yeah Thrones. I'd be eager to talk about that. I'd be eager to talk about some really good one season shows next time.
2: I would love that because, yeah, that'd be uh, awesome. I was actually, um, I was scrolling through hulu last week and i saw mm. a little fires everywhere Oof. i was like man i, I like i want to rewatch watch
3: that casting was good the writing was good it's good yeah. and i read yeah. the book and i listened to the audio book and the subtle differences between it makes it just good enough for, oh. for television there are so it's, differences it's not okay. just like the book okay so okay. but but there, like i said didn't take any creative like crazy creative liberties didn't stray too much just some really good subtle differences that made it better for television that yeah. just hit really well
2: yeah okay yeah we'll have to talk about that well, I, that's good that's, to hear that's a great show that's a for phenomenal sure. show yeah 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 we'll, we'll we'll get into that uh the next time yeah, that, that was that was a good one
0: um Matt, you need to watch that. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have way too much to catch up on. Um, I know, obviously, you know, we're recording like the future presentation episode, but yeah, yeah. Well, when you hear what I've been trying to watch in the past, what well, the week, week, week or so? Yeah, I feel overwhelmed. I just, yeah, <laughs> I, I feel overwhelmed. So yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll keep it I'll keep it at that for now. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Well,
2: let's uh, let's go ahead and take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be right back.
4: Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy Dwayne from Pastor Ox and Life a Botch Podcast. I'm coming to you with a real dope advertisement. If you got a moment, can we do that? Peek this, yo. You tired of that uncomfortable feeling with your undergarments? You, you know what I'm talking about, like literally having to adjust so it gets real comfortable in between the, you know, the real safe space or maybe just wedgies from just going underneath, you know what I mean? All that, all that. Let's keep it in 100. Y'all know how I'm feeling, y'all know how that feeling goes. Well, I want to introduce to you the ultimate solution coming from the number one premium and fit athletic wear, just for you. I'm talking about none other than champ number one boxes. Champ number one Boxes is a black-owned underwear brand, okay? They literally specify in giving you the most top-notch, high-quality, premium, adjustable, and fitable, and totally comfortable undergarment wear that is just for you. Not only is it something that you can wear, feel good in, feel confident in, and love, but it's also high-quality, feels good, and most importantly, it is definitely fashionable. Okay, comes in a different wide variety of so many different styles and themes to these undergarments. Something to make you look good, feel good, and swag real good in the process. All right. So again, did I did I get to mention that this is also a black owned brand? It's a black owned brand, y'all. So if nothing else, definitely go support that 100%. So what I want to do is I want to tell you. Head on over to OTS Media Co. on all social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. If you go over, click the link in the bios, it'll take you straight to the Champ Number One Boxers website. You can check out all their styles. You can check out their bundle deals. You can check out why this brand exists, what it's all about. And trust me when I say you do not want to miss out on the types of opportunities going on right now on the site. Champ Number One Boxers. Make sure you do it for the champ in your life if you ain't already doing it for yourself, champ, all right? Champ number one boxers, make sure you go cop those, all right? All right.
0: Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, welcome back. Uh, and for the second half of the episode, we'll be discussing uh, the feature presentation today, uh, All the Old Knives, starring Chris Pine. And I still don't know how to pronounce her first name, so Bianca, please feel free to do so. I was going to refer to her as Miss Newton for most of the podcast, uh, just so I don't butcher her first name. Um, <laughs> Tandy.
3: Candy, It's Tandy. Tandy Way, but okay. she goes by Candy. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, Court, before we get into that, uh, I think the most important question of all is, uh, you know, what, what have you two uh, been watching the past week? Good. Yeah. Go ahead.
3: No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to get a collective okay. list going in my head.
2: Okay. All right. Uh, actually, I um watched a new series um starring uh, your your favorite guy Andrew Garfield uh what's it called Under the Banner of Heaven on Netflix. I oh, mean yeah, Hulu.
3: You just started it.
2: No, I finished it. I just oh. finished it.
3: <laughs> I'm like, I'm an episode behind. <laughs> That's on my list too, man. That show is
2: wild. That is, that is, <laughs> that's a ride. <laughs> that's a ride. I didn't realize, uh, going in that it was, uh, uh, discussing, um, Mormonism. the Mormonism. Yeah. The religion, uh, Mormon religion, I should say. And I think it's, uh, it's a good, it's a good way to tell the story of, of Mormons, uh, through crime. So I I, I I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, so, uh, uh, Matt, I know you said that's one of your favorite guys. <laughs> I, I'll be completely honest. I see I see the the because I was I was I was comparing him to uh, Spider-Man Andrew Garfield. I don't think I've seen much of him outside of Spider- uh, Spider-Man. I think I saw a couple of films, but I don't remember it that well to say that he is on that level um but yeah I, I i love i love the uh emotion that he evoked in the show so i got you on that one man i i, I get exactly what you say so
0: my favorite actor yeah, uh yeah. watch some of his uh some of his academy award winning uh well academy award nomination works uh have you seen hacksaw ridge no or uh tick tick boom on netflix <laughs> tick tick boom I, I actually meant to go watch that is that a musical? No, it's not. Okay. Um, that's a good question, Bianca. Did he have musical numbers in the in the movie or yeah, I call it a musical? Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, because okay,
2: that's that's enough. what I that's that's what I was thinking of. Um, when I saw something promoted for it, I thought they were saying that it was a musical. Um, so I tend to kind of like stay away from musicals. So I, I'm not. I'm, I'm yeah. Just not, I'm not into them. I. So I didn't watch. I didn't watch. Uh, was, um, what was that play? Everybody's been raving about. Um, Hamilton. Hamilton. I didn't watch that. I yes. tried. I got ten minutes into it. I said, "Yeah, that's a dud." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, that
3: is a musical.
2: That ain't for me. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I have. I watched far too many in my lifetime, uh, and I think there's a large part because I, I worked as a as a stage crew member. Uh, for, sort of high, uh, okay. for high school productions okay and whenever i go into watching like uh, the movie version of a musical i keep mm. thinking this is on the quality of a high school from a story perspective like <laughs> i can't i can never take it seriously yeah. uh even though i understand like the painstaking work that goes into doing choreography and filming those scenes in, in yeah. the probably a short like a shorter period of time than people think but uh, i yeah. respect the craft but it, it is a craft i, I do not enjoy
1: not your uh, preference. No, I mean, I'll,
0: I'll say it like that. Um, yeah, but how about you? Uh, how about you, Bianca? What have you been? Uh, what have you been watching?
3: I've also been watching The Staircase on HBO. I love crime, true crime, fake <laughs> crime, and this one's real. And I did this one a little bit backwards because I will usually watch the true crime documentaries first, um, and then watch it. I did that with the Hulu, The Girl from Plainville. I just finished yes. that. To, mm-hmm. I did the same thing, but I watched this first, kind of knowing about the case. So it's very interesting watching it, like, dramatized. And then yeah. I'm going to go back and watch the actual real case. But it's good. Um, yeah, They had a, a smooth budget of $29 for wigs um, on that show. <laughs> nobody has a good wig. Okay, mean, that makes
2: so much sense.
3: We went straight <laughs> to the Party City. We could not get a real front row <laughs> of our lives. We couldn't have contacted Tyler Perry for a wig or two. We didn't even do that. We went right to the local Party City and said, y'all do y'all thing. Yeah. And it shows. But other than that, good show. Great show. Wait, are
0: you serious? Did they oh, actually I, had, oh, like... no, I'm
3: being very serious.
0: Wait, are you sure the wigs are the that, wigs like, are
3: they... so bad?
0: They're
4: bad. Wow. Especially because
3: this is a cast you've seen before. You know these people's faces. Like yeah. you may not, you may not know them. You know from a whole lot of things. Like there was a sure. one of the characters was like obscurely from Scandal. I don't really know her from anything else, and she was on maybe four episodes.
0: But as soon mm. as I
3: saw her, I knew who she was. And mm. I would have known faster if she had taken that wig <laughs> off. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I am um... <laughs> I saw a quick clip. Mm-hmm. uh of the staircase with Sophie turner yes. and yes.
3: we're giving her brown I, wings we're giving I, her yeah,
0: wings. yeah yeah, yeah. So,
3: because it's over like 10 20 years so we're still oh
0: yes. and they're yeah. playing the same they're having the actors yes. play this i hate that yeah yes. but there's, there's a show who does the opposite where they anyways this is, <laughs> i hate i hate <laughs> when they have her. actors play the 10 like a, a version of themselves 10 yeah. years in the future. yeah Yeah, and it's it's like they can
3: kind of get away with it because when it starts everyone is like grown but they're still in college And you, you know even like 10 years out of college you're you're looking different you know so that's
2: that's my problem with uh casting uh for certain characters because when you're casting someone in college they there's no way that they should look like they're 35. At least yeah. coming out of high school.
3: I they know. That
2: little mid 30s, bro. That, 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 no.
3: There's I, so I, many actors and actresses too. There's so many new talents we've discovered over the last, I would even say just through the pandemic. Like, yeah. we, there's no excuse. But this Jabari show, Parker
2: is, is a perfect example of that.
3: Yeah. This show has a lot of people we've seen before. Like I said, even people just you've seen in your favorite shows in passing. So you can yeah. tell that the characters are big. And man, unfortunately, I feel like, and and you were talking about it, Matthew, why we don't watch movies as much. I feel like because movies lately, if they're not reboots, they've been relying very heavily on the cast, making the story not very good. And it's just like, this would have been a great movie if you have taken the time to actually develop out some of these storylines instead of just relying on this really heavy hitter cast that you have.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree um i saw the staircase as well that i (laughs) i I watched the docu the docu series i
3: gotta do that
2: (laughs) three years ago Mm -hmm. i think um my ex made me uh well my ex wanted wanted to watch it and so we 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 watched it i thought it was phenomenal right colin firth sounds just like michael peterson really like
3: I i'm, just, I'm yeah. always wondering what this weird accent and i'm like it has to be for a reason because yes. it's just very specific
2: yes he sounds but it's like he's lived a like
3: life him. in europe and in the states so it, it hit. and mm. he's in north carolina so there's that country yeah. and it's good okay that's yeah. good to know
2: he sounds just like him um now everybody else i don't really remember too much in terms of their voices oh, but yeah because it's it's a story it's his story it, it 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 makes sense that he's you know he sounds just like him. He doesn't look like him at all, but he sounds just like him. And I think that kind of that 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 makes up for the 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 lack of him looking visually like him, just like him. He looks like him in certain angles, but you know, like like for the most part, you know, it's Converse. That that ain't Michael Pierce. <laughs> I
3: mean, that's what we're paying for that face. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you'll you'll enjoy it though you'll enjoy it it's a, it's a very good docu-series um i want to say it's like eight to ten episodes something like that really really good
3: i rewatched some movies um i love um wes anderson i know he's mm-hmm. not for everybody as a director mm-hmm. um but i rewatched um what is it moonrise kingdom and i'm gonna
1: really-
3: yeah like I said Wes Anderson is not for everybody it's a very interesting I mean a lot of people have seen like Grand Budapest Hotel which they just put back on HBO so I'm excited to watch that again yeah. um but I, I'm always like he, he makes movies that you can kind of go back in and rewatch, watch even if you're kind of on your phone a little bit it, it's mm-hmm. worth sort of like a, a good watch
2: yeah no that's actually a movie I need to watch too I keep I, yeah. I just saw that on HBO Max
3: yeah put it back And the great thing about him that he does, and some people like this and some people don't, he uses the same characters. So you're going to get the same. And it's interesting because it's everyone from like Owen Wilson to Timothy Shalom, you're going to get a lot of the same sort of people, which is always interesting to, to, you really get to see that they're actors. They're good at what they do. They're good at their craft. And I think that that's something that Wes Anderson does really well.
2: So it's almost like American Horror Story? Like different stories with the same cast?
3: Exactly, exactly.
0: Okay, yeah i like that i like that yeah no i I definitely yeah i definitely need to become a (laughs) wes anderson fanatic uh i've always been fascinated by his direction um since every frame is uh perfectly symmetrical Mm -hmm. um and i've always wondered but i i never looked this up separately but i always wonder how he achieved that um as well he should
3: film as well which is
0: Thank I don't you. know how much that <laughs> stuff. Uh, yeah, A lot of studios <laughs> do not like shooting on film. It's just yeah. uh, digital. You get more takes. Yeah, um, you but, just put that overlay on it and you're good. <laughs> yeah, and now, yeah, and you know, I think digital, digital is fine. I mean, you can get a, you can still probably have like a, like similar qual, like a similar quality in the final product. But film is film is different.
2: Film when you shoot on film, you can see like there's a a different texture there's a heaviness to it it's almost like when you listen to the music on vinyl you can replicate it it. the graininess yeah you can replicate that and post it for sure if you want but it doesn't hit the same yeah like you've got to actually you know uh uh record it that way you know you got to be able to see it like that so it's it's uh it's just a different element to it that's what that's i i love when when different directors uh like to go that way to shoot on film yeah it just it just feels different
3: film right they
2: did yeah, they, they yeah. A,
0: mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. they should no they didn't show on an anamorphic they shot on
3: i know what you're talking about. Mm, i listened to a, something about this
0: what is it like no not 16 million or no i, I can't remember I, I don't want to speak out of term but um yeah I, I know where you're like they, it's like one of the like the rare exactly Um, oh yeah yeah.
3: they bought the rest of it and they had to go out to the kodak that's what it is they actually had to go out to kodak and have them find more of this film and collect it because they don't make it anymore that's a specific type of film it is they started and they didn't realize that they weren't going to make enough so i think they actually repurposed one of their factories to only make this type of film for like a few months
0: yeah it's a 35 35 millimeter kodak film yeah that's what they shoot on yeah Yeah. um i I think it's crazy though and apparently they shot the first season digitally i knew
3: i knew something they they changed something i couldn't remember what it was but yeah and you can tell again something where that you all you guys said that grittiness that graininess that heaviness you can just tell it's there Mm -hmm. for sure it's it's
2: definitely correct me if i'm wrong but i think in the 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 two special episodes that was definitely a film right oh one yeah Uh, okay
0: I, well, I, I need to confirm that, but I can because I think he, I want to say he shot whatever he shot Malcolm and Marie on St. Levinson, he probably shot yes. the same way as Malcolm and Marie was phenomenal. so I don't know whatever he shot Malcolm and Marie on. He probably did the same because it they, they they was in during the pandemic. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, assuming yeah. they yeah. were like shot around similar times. But yeah, um, that's a good question. though. I have to look it up separately. OK, oh, I, I need to go back and watch.
2: Yeah, God, that's in my list <laughs> yeah i i, I was think i was actually thinking about malcolm and marie while i was watching euphoria i was like man i need to because we yeah. just we just did a review on euphoria season one and season two uh, like like a month ago maybe that took a long time to get through for me
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that it took was, a while <laughs> yeah, told, yeah 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 Ma- malcolm uh <laughs> uh but malcolm and marie that was shot on 35 millimeter and uh, black and white okay. millimeter, yeah a uh, film yeah. so I'm assuming yeah. this, I mean, take out the black, white. I'm assuming he's shot a film. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was an interesting That was an interesting show. That was an yeah. interesting show. Uh, yeah. But um, something that I've been watching uh, is, is a series called Darks uh, on Netflix. And I I, I was I mentioned this to Derek uh, yeah. last week about how a number of people online have suggested it as one of television's best offerings. Uh, And I can see why Uh, it is masterful in every sense of the word, uh, from a filmmaking standpoint uh, to an acting standpoint, and most importantly, a narrative standpoint. Uh, The first season is not farting impatient. So if you're anticipating reviews like every episode, uh, you will not get that. However, uh, I think it is so suspenseful and terrifying when you think of the context of how uh, The mystery is unraveling um and i can't get much away other than that but the yeah uh, the second season is a significant improvement even though season one in and of itself uh was phenomenal um and that's a large part due to the director because they actually had one director for the entire show which is very rare normally for uh for projects when uh you undertake this kind of project you normally hire multiple directors but yeah uh, they have the they have one and i think in turn you have a like a, a more defined vision
1: mm-hmm.
0: about how he wants to you know uh, achieve certain things um, you know and, and the consistency is there so you don't have directors uh, randomly like infusing their own style mm-hmm. uh, because that may be contradictory to how you know some episodes are filmed or, or will be filmed etc so yeah
3: to make a, a, a slow a bit yeah, slow a show a bit slower at the time of yeah. just yeah. because yeah you you sometimes are gonna lose people and under the banner of heaven it's slow i think that it's one of those shows but you do get some new information every episode mm-hmm. i try to watch that show on on prime outer range um I and that, that one is way it's too slow and i actually had somebody kind of watch it for me and tell me and the <laughs> ending is not worth it well <laughs> oh, i would have been so upset because the yeah. ending isn't worth it and so it's one of those where like sometimes moving slow can really benefit it, it provides like and i'm excited to watch dark just because it seems like one of those shows where because yeah. the storyline um, is there? it's worth oh, it
0: und- undoubtedly and i think um what i can say is they open the quote i'm assuming this will be for the third and final season but for the first episode they open with a quote from albert einstein which basically implies that everything is connected so the future, uh, the past, and the present. Um, and so, every character introduced in the show has some connection to the town's tragic history. The tragic history being the, the disappearances of of a of a child, of a young child, uh, and a similar incident occurred over thirty three years ago. So, you know, time plays an important element. I think you know where I'm getting at. Um, and I made the mistake of looking up a certain character's parents uh so they confirmed this character was ex-titled to this character i don't want to say mm-hmm. his mother or father um and by mistake i typed in who was such and such's parents they said such and such mm-hmm. is, fa- is the father and on a, i read it through i'm like what um yeah but no the the show dark is one of those shows where you can't it it, it's almost indescribable Mm -hmm. uh to explain its complexity uh and quality but i can i can assure you it is not a regrettable experience Uh, i'm currently on the the fourth episode of season two um and i'm so looking forward to seeing how um you know everything comes together in the end so I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Oh. Yeah.
3: it's Always good with time as a character of yeah. the show of any show you, or movie. You? <laughs>
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> you, you. I think many moments will sort of make. There were two plot like plot points I predicted, but the way they executed it was was done near perfection. Um. Only because they were integral to like characters development obviously mm-hmm. because if they choose not to address that until like you know the final season or whatever mm-hmm. then you're purposely hold with withholding information uh instead of attempting to do you know something um guess, something more bold if that makes sense
4: right right right
0: you no know? uh, yeah so anyway that's my that's my feel on, on dark if you, if you can't tell already definitely watch it and obviously, watch the uh, the various other projects that Bianca and uh, and Derek mentioned too. So that's definitely, yeah, that's definitely. Yeah. So, um, I guess if you two, I'm not sure if you two have anything more to add, or if you just wanted to move straight to the future presentation. Yeah, uh, let's go
2: ahead and get into it.
0: Yeah. So all the old knives. Uh, I'm just gonna read out the synopsis just so, yeah. uh, it might be easier for everyone. Uh, this is coming straight from Wikipedia, so. Just uh, bear with me here uh, as I collect it. So according to Wikipedia, uh, when the CIA discovers one of his agents leaked information that costs more than 100 people their lives, veteran operative Henry Pelham is assigned to root out the mole with his former lover and colleague, Celia Har- Harrison. Um, and so I guess uh, the most important question is, uh, what are your initial thoughts on the movie? Okay.
3: I thought it was beautifully i think that it's one of those films where you could pause it at any point and you're going to get a very beautiful shot of the scenery the characters Mm -hmm. the lighting is very well um it's a it's a small company who produced the film right like an indie company i
1: think think so so
3: when i looked it up and it shows kind of that like 824 vibes where you can tell that they're really caring about the quality of the work that they're putting out maybe a bit more than a larger studio so I, I thought that that's something that I noticed right off the bat. I was like, when he, you know, kind of driving into the into the scene, I'm like, oh, we had drone money for this, okay. <laughs> Very beautifully shot, and that's one of the first things you sort of noticed.
2: Yeah, it is. Um, it was with Amazon Studios was Barry Lyndon, uh, Motion Pictures, and uh, big indie pictures. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I I agree with that. I think that um. I think it was definitely shot uh, beautifully, but I think I was the one thing uh, that I I kept thinking about watching this, though, was (sighs) there's this common thread with uh, suspense movies in terms of how they pace the story. It's it's, because there's certain things they'll give you, but just kind of like just a little bit, kind of like tease you, whatever. And this one, this one did that, but kind of like in a different direction. Like it it showed you like the main story and then kind of like a, a fed you little like Bits at a time.
3: What would you have considered the main story? Would you have considered the main story being them presently talking about what was going on, or do you consider the main story the sort of back at, the backlog of all of the information we're getting about the actual? Um, is Can I do like a spoiler? Yes. Oh. So,
2: yeah. Well, yeah.
0: You definitely yeah. go right ahead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is, I didn't know yeah. if you yeah. 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 And yeah. No,
2: like, yeah oh okay. yeah. Yeah. If you watch the, like the show, Easter. you better watch the film beforehand.
3: Uh, or yeah. is the storyline the fact that like we are watching them try to figure out the past of like what actually went down with the flight going down i feel like it it really depends on, on what you consider the main storyline here and yeah. then we get a whole nother storyline with the revenge sort of then, at, or not the revenge aspect well i guess a bit of the revenge aspect in it. so how yeah. does that really look
2: yeah i i would i would say the flight uh uh thing is the main story because it's like the it's the it's the element that brings everybody together it's the it's the trauma that everybody is is connected to that um makes kind of like makes their decisions for them moving forward as to why they they are the way they are Um, so I would say the flight was the main story um but the uh yeah that that's a good point i didn't think about it when
3: there's just the stories inside of the stories yeah and they did a lot of of flashbacks you talk about like pacing it out um Mm. that's sort of how they tried to keep pace with everything is just doing these sort of like flashbacks but sometimes it was flashbacks to eight years and the event happened sometimes it was flashbacks to two years ago when he was in like so, so you're getting a lot of these flashbacks to tell the story and to keep the pace that you were saying. So it yeah. kind of seemed like there was a lot going on, but it all kind of came together pretty nicely.
2: It did, it did. I, I, I like that. I think, let me ask you something in terms of like one of the, in, with the flashbacks. Do you like that they had uh, Chris Pine? Cause obviously he's an older guy now. <laughs> um, did he look 10 years younger to you? when they were flashing back
3: so i feel like actually yes because they grayed him out very nicely as he got older Mm -hmm. and then when the when the flashback happened i feel like he had more of like a shaggier type of hair actually yeah i i I did look at it but now that I'm, i'm really taking a step back I can. I think they did a really good job of making him consistently look like he was honestly they might have made him look a little bit too too young because yes. he did look yeah. very much like <laughs> <laughs> especially <laughs>
2: with the short the hair
3: right yeah. yeah when he
2: when they when when they took him back yeah. to uh uh his informant or right. I don't know who was his informant some wh- whoever um he was they were establishing what was their what their issue was or their connection was, and he had shorter hair. He looked younger, but you could still see like crow's feet a little right. bit, and that—that's—that was—that was—that was my only thing about it. Is like they could have de-aged him a little bit. That was my only thing. Like I thought they—I they, thought they,
3: him a lot of gray in the beard the, the, and
2: the, the hair. Yeah, I thought the beard and the hair color, like I thought that was that was that was done very well. But I thought that the the, the skin itself probably could have looked a little more you know a little younger
3: okay
2: (laughs) that's that's my oh that's probably my only my only uh critique uh with it is is that but you know the way they shot like you can actually if you if you flood his face with light a little bit which i think they did in that uh the first time they showed him Mm -mm. they flooded his face with light and and you couldn't see wrinkles so that was kind of like okay you're 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 de-aging him without spending too much money (laughs) so i get it i get it but yeah i think um overall i thought i thought i thought they, they did a great job with pacing um i just uh sometimes with with these suspense movies um i don't know why i get this feeling like sometimes they're still stuck in like the 80s and 90s in terms of how they pace it yeah. Um, or or how they how they uh, tell the story itself, I would almost kind of like. I want to see it. I want to see a a suspense movie, kind of done. In the same pacing as an action film, sometimes. I want to see if they can do it like yeah. that, because I don't I. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but sometimes I get like, that pacing element seems to be a little cheesy at certain moments
3: yeah or maybe not so much cheesy. just kind of like rehearse like we kind of know yeah. how it has to be in order yeah. to
2: for it yeah. to, for it to reveal the story at the end because there were times where we're seeing like uh um we're seeing harry and uh yeah what's her name again um yeah. celia we're seeing them you know interact and and kind of like walk off right like in the beginning of the movie uh, she 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 looked at, at henry when he walked to the office and then she just walked off and it you i thought that was good because we don't know what what her issue is and they they reveal at the end but it's kind of like i don't know it feels like certain reveals are just shot differently than they need to be shot sometimes and that's what makes it feel like like you said that rehearsed feeling and that, that's the only thing with suspense movies that I kind of just wish yeah. they would kind of evolve with.
3: Matthew made a really good point. I would have loved to know ahead of time that he that he did it. And then would have loved to sort of see him interrogating people with mm-hmm. the mindset that we know that he is the one who yeah. that, that he's looking for. You yeah,
0: know? yeah. Because I think, you know, because we obviously had like the reveals of like, the total reveal of him being the mole, you know, months later in the film you know, obviously sort of, I, I think also with, what I, like the one of the things that I liked is sort of, or really the entire film is this message of love mm-hmm. uh, in a sense of like how most of not every character are motivated because of their loved ones. And so it sort of comes into play of like, because Pelham even mentioned that at some point of like, you know, he obviously deeply in love with, and i'm assuming you know he has so much guilt
2: mm-hmm. and
0: remorse over what he did but the fact of the matter is there's no reality where he can suddenly you know enter society once again and not you know pay for his crimes and right. even if he doesn't pay for his crimes and you know miraculously walks away you know the idea of those hundred people dying will always be at the forefront of his mind mm-hmm. and so you see him being manipulated by i think his name was um shushani Oh, the, uh, the the terrorist if I, uh, I can't remember what his name was uh, of uh, S- Suleiman. Yes. Yes, yes. yes, exactly. And so yeah. sorry, I I apologize my dogs are kind like scattered all over the place. But no, you're good, you good. Um it, it just led to this, like some of the more uh like interesting aspects of the film of when he mm-hmm. sort of you know realized sort of his uh, motivation to do what he did and the large for due uh to his daughter. Um, you know, and, and things like that. So it, it was it was interesting to discover i just feel like for me if we just knew right out of the gate that uh he was the mole and sort of were are we're focused on on the film from his perspective and then throughout the film we discover you know sort of who who he was in contact with what his motivation was you know that ultimately led to the death of those uh, 100 passengers then i i think the film could have you know, benefited uh from a suspense standpoint because mm-hmm. then it's sort of like characters like finding information about him or questioning him, like you know, what what are his overall intentions or things like that. So Yeah.
2: No, that's that's something I
0: possibly would have changed, but then again, it, it, it this is based off of a book, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think you mentioned yeah. that right before we recorded. So, you know, I, I can't necessarily fault the film for that. I, I just think that maybe maybe this applies more to the book than the movie itself. Mm. Um, you know, maybe that that change could have Made it a, a bit more engaging for me, but it isn't by no means a terrible movie at all. It's sort of one that I kind of have like this middling feel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But who knows? Maybe on end of it, I'll give it a five out of five stars. And you know, well,
2: see, I think I think even with that though, like even if that was the the way that the book was was done, you still could have done the film where we're showing him as a mole from the jump, because it's not like you're changing the story; you're just changing how it's paced. So we're, we're, we're just looking at it from a different perspective with the same outcome. And I, I don't think you're I don't think your 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 source material is too. Um, I don't think it's 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 way off from the source material in that in that sense. It's the same think, thing, yeah. but different perspective.
3: I think there's enough twist in it, but we didn't necessarily need that to be an added twist. Yeah, 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 there's yeah. enough going on in, um, that I that I like but like i said i feel like if we had known ahead of time um because there was some foreshadowing Mm -hmm. um just the way that the two of them were looking at each other the you know the relationship that they have it it makes sense i think i was surprised that she already knew i think i was still kind of surprised by that and how that all unfolded um again because there were so many sort of little and big twists within it but other than that i think overall yeah i don't have too many complaints about the movie I did one thing that I did sort of notice that I really liked too was again another character aspect was really the the way that they shot it and the fact that I didn't really notice it till we got to the end but when we kept coming back from these flashbacks we are almost getting like closer to their faces like the the shot comes in in tighter so that by the time that they we are figuring out what's happening that we're we're also figuring out together as the characters are figuring out the pieces that they didn't know and now we're like right on their faces and we yeah. flash back and they were closer to their faces and I did really like that and feel like that was an interesting element that, that was nice. I
2: didn't, I, I'm glad you put that. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even catch that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Go back and it's sort of like we're getting these wide shots and then I noticed it too. We're getting these wide shots because it's still daylight. It's beautiful outside and then as the story darkens, it also darkens, and we're getting closer to their faces, and we're figuring out, and then the twist of them also not knowing the parts that they played while they both knew, again, Mm -hmm. they didn't know the intention behind it, so now we're getting this like, this darkness and the shadow of their faces, and I thought that that was really nice.
0: Yeah, because even some of the sit-down scenes too, I I can't think of uh, the exact shot, but I feel like it's probably like more medium shots than anything else, or at least like mm-hmm. high middle shots, mm-hmm. because like the because the story at the end of the day, it obviously has this like um like larger like aspect to it, you know, mm-hmm. with the, with there being a terrorist attack, but it's very intimate in in the way like characters interact with one another, like there isn't some, you know, like I'll put it like this, there aren't those movie moments. Or like out of the blue, like everything starts happening. You have like the more like traditional arguments, like everything. Like there's there's more of a subtlety to it that mm-hmm. people might actually expect, and that's yeah. something like that was sort of like one of my big takeaways is is that too. Um, and I know I didn't get into the comment before, but the film, like at least from a cinematography standpoint, was done very well. Oh yeah, like at least it definitely turned of lighting, and I think is a very underrated feature of filmmaking that people tend, don't understand. I'm glad you mentioned that too, with, with those flashbacks because. It's like, it, it's so integral. And I think, you know, and something me and Derek talked about too, is that like, it, it plays into the tone of the scene, mm. right? You have lighter, you know, means like a more jovial tone, tone most of the time, right? Mm. Um, you go into more, translate to more darker colors that changes are, you know, there's more like sinister or evil aspect to it and things like that. Yeah. No, I,
3: lighting can be a by time lighting can be a really interesting character that sort of plays out through a movie or through a television show
2: for sure for sure no it's, it's, ne- it's des- definitely necessary like it's one of those things that because i tell people all the time there there are a few elements that that when it comes to film or tv if you have it and it's done the right way you're not going to pay attention to it in terms yeah, of think, like, it's not it's like something you're going to really notice like that
1: but when it's bad, so you it, <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> you're gonna. It's gonna be one of your biggest complaints. Absolutely. Lighting and, and and sound. Those sound, are two yeah. elements that if you don't have them in the film of it, if they're not done the right way, it doesn't matter what camera you're shooting on. Right. You could be shooting on one of the worst cameras ever, and it's still gonna look okay. Yeah. It'll still look better if you if if the lighting is is there. Um, but if you have a film where the audio is horrible. You're out of it. You're you're not able to be immersed into the film. So those are two elements that people don't give too much credence to, you know, and and just and just, you know, an overall audience. That's not something you really paid too much attention to, but it's something that you notice when it's not there or when it's not done the right way. So yeah, I thought I thought that um my 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 favorite shots are those extreme close-ups because of the fact that it creates that level of intimacy that that Henry and Celia had. It 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 forces you to have that level of in- intimacy with the character that you wouldn't have if you're just sitting there with a with a with a wide shot. So, you know, I
0: I love that. Those are those are some great those are great elements for sure. And now with the ending of the film, would those be considered extreme close-ups or just regular close-ups? When like you, how how far in do you have to go
2: to constitute
0: f- it as an extreme close-up?
2: Think of it like this. If you're talking to someone you're having a regular conversation with someone right yeah you're kind of you're, you're you're closer to them but you're not like there's still space between you right now if they are right up here that's an extreme close-up oh, oh, yeah yeah okay <laughs> so yeah, fair, yeah fair enough you're you're it's extreme close-up is almost like somewhere like in this range so if yeah. you're kind of like just <clears throat> like if you're on someone and you're only looking at their eyes or looking at their mouth Right, those are extreme close-ups because yeah. they're emphasizing something to you like like the director like, like Quentin tarantino it. almost like yeah. yeah i think of like I, kill bill I, I well i think it's kill bill for yeah but yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> for example, yeah yeah like he does a lot of extreme close-up close-ups so it's just to, to emphasize something so yeah. yeah with with this film when, when you're looking at their eyes is it's that's the that's intimacy right there right so like you you you're looking at someone's eyes and you're having a conversation with them it doesn't matter you know if they're just a friend if it's, if it's a, a actual like relationship like you know love yeah. interest or whatever like there's a level of intimacy that you have when you're looking at someone in their eyes so they're forcing you to have that intimacy with the character when you're when you're looking at, at uh at celia's eye like and, and it was just one eye for a, for a good portion, it's just just looking at her right eye, and then with with Henry, you're looking at both of his eyes, because you're you're able to see like the the life drain out of him, right? So like they're they're emphasizing something to you, um, that there's this this connection that they have, that they already had that they kind of ignored, you know, because of whatever. It's they're showing you that connection is still there, and they're, that's just another way to immerse the audience into into the story
0: yeah no definitely I, I think now I've grown like a much deeper appreciation mm-hmm. for the way films are shot I, mm-hmm. I just tend to notice those aspects in the film more especially since I I figured there were intentions behind it because both of them sort of had this underlying love for one another but given mm-hmm. the circumstances we just not able to express it yeah like for very obvious reasons yeah um it's something I did want to bring up and this is sort of like plays into the more haunting elements of the story mm-hmm. is uh there there's a quote uh that the plane hijacker stated which was the real people around the world uh it was he referred himself like real people around the world the powerless who will strike back and so i was just sort of you know wondering for you to like what do you think that means in terms of like the characters right because it's very obvious that they probably could have come from very you know um like obviously come from very specific circumstances and so they're looking to like send a message to the world but i I was just wondering like is that a line you sort of picked up on and sort of what that meant um you know for the characters
3: i always think that when you have a aspect of like terrorism or anything like that they're always most of the time like actual terrorism it comes from a place of loyalty it comes from a place of wanting you know circumstances to change or something like that and i think much like it's, it's it's good that they allowed a little bit of character development even within just the villain because we don't always get that sometimes it's just like this is a bad person this is a villain that's fine that's good enough and that could have been what that is this is a terrorist we don't really think anything of it but I think that added aspect of like you know like you said the the powerless you know are, are the ones who can really come together and be more powerful it also speaks to like how the everybody, at the beginning of the movie was just a a one essential person it was was it bill who was like the father to her then it was everybody was doing something moving individually but when they all came together it created you know a a terrible casualties. you know it was because it was because she you know they loved each other they had never been together when the threat of you know, her even be something that could be, you know, put over him, you know, how how they come together. And then the fact that Bill is back into this years later and how he was almost going to be a scapegoat and she wouldn't let that happen. You know, I think that that's really interesting that these characters, when, once they come together, they are created a, a powerful force that was again, very, very negative to one another.
2: For sure, I have nothing to add to that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i just wanted to be like a like sort of an interesting description of them where they sort of had this this painfully um oh i have the right word sorry give me like 10 seconds because I, I was <laughs> yeah. i had the right word to describe it it's like this painfully ignorant perspective on themselves mm-hmm. where they think that the taking of innocent lines is somehow going to like be this empowering thing when in actuality you know you are setting up more parameters for acts like that to never to hopefully never occur again um for but sure. as we look into you know today's world uh, that is very much not the case uh and we do see you know the repeated taking of lives and i think the film is a nice commentary on that um mm-hmm. and that's a commentary of sort of like a, the guilt or sort of the i guess the elements someone can feel in the aftermath mm-hmm. of, of such you know tragedies mm-hmm. you know even though henry was you know henry's decisions were totally unjustifiable and i think a person who does try to justify it um mm. it should be very concerned um you know yeah but yeah
2: i think i think one thing that uh really stood out to me with this one though is like office office uh romance that's to me see i <laughs> i can't i can't speak to it on that level because i i've never had a job where where you know, anything that I do is directly connected to like millions of people's lives and 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 right. their, you know their their survival, right? Never had anything like had anything like that. But that's one of the biggest reasons as to why I would never date anyone i'm 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 working with because you can't focus on what you're working <laughs> on. like you're focused on on them a lot of the times. and, that's what that's that's the element with this story that that you could see Yeah that was very prevalent. Is, it's a love
3: story. And it's if you don't really think about that and it's very yeah. interesting because I mean it's like when when Matthew said at the beginning, I was like, I don't really know, but like it's so true because it's like they're all just tied together. Like yeah. if, if Matt is just like you said if if henry didn't love cecilia and they didn't love each other then cecilia has love for bill and now cecilia has created a whole life for each other so she doesn't want to affect her kids but she doesn't want to throw bill under the bus either so it is just everybody trying to like love each other but just this reminder that like everything else in life love is not black or white there's guilt and fear and that is added on top of it and we're watching it play out in a way that not only affects the characters, you know, but also unfortunately affected like hundreds of people, thousands of people's lives, just the ripple effects of it all. Right.
0: Yeah. This is one of the few occasions where, you know, like Love's tend to be this very, um, I'm trying to think. I-, I think it's something like Death on the Nile, for instance, mm-hmm. where, and, you know, me and Derek were very outspoken mm-hmm. uh, about the film. uh In in fairness to it, it was outdated, but they kept doing this, you know, like, there's obviously, like, the thing about what I like about this film was that love is is obviously integral to uh, Celia and Henry, Mm -hmm. but I don't feel like they hammer, like, it's not like every single scene, they're Mm -hmm. constantly, like, discussing it because there's a lot, like, larger issue they have to address, you know, for the story
3: point Um, they were still getting their jobs done they were still working like they were following up on leads talking to folks they were doing their jobs that's a very 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 interesting realistic point that they actually were
0: working yeah and because there's nothing wrong with sort of having you know your loved ones uh in the back of your mind uh but as professionals you know specifically you know within the cia right like your your primary responsibility right is to um monitor mm-hmm. problems on the domestic or international level, yeah. right? So, yeah. you know, and um, yeah, that, that's actually the film I definitely like, I appreciate it because it definitely could have gone like too far in some ways where it was just like constant, like, like constant awkwardness. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think sort of mm-hmm. what Bianca mentioned earlier is that the flashback allowed for us to at least like be given full context, and never spending too much time on, you know, them like, Going to confess love to one another, even mm-hmm. though you know, uh kind of a leads to a very depressing ending, nevertheless, you yeah. know. So but you,
2: but you think know. about this too though. Would would Henry's reasoning for doing what he did, giving the information out and all that stuff, would his reason have stayed the same if they didn't have that love connection? Um... if they were just coworkers. Would he have given that information out as well? No. 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 That's why you can't yeah. you, like Bro, that's why it's like, yo, like I get it. Y'all working a lot together and all that. So no. But I'm you can't you have that in inner ro- yeah. uh, office romance, <laughs> it, it, Yeah, <laughs> that, exactly. Imagine that. Yeah, exactly. He
3: would have been like, you know what? She did bring in donuts every Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and let my good sis go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And,
0: <laughs> and, and, and I'm glad you mentioned that because, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the the terrorists sort of use Henry worked with him in the past yeah right so, okay I just, I just want to clarify that just so and okay. then they
3: did do that very quickly where they kind of mentioned that yeah
0: yeah that's why that's why i was under that assumption because mm-hmm. i found a weird like you know i'm assuming you had like a brief mention of it that's why i want to clarify clarify that but i, I think mm-hmm. it was made fairly obvious to the audience that you know you know they uh they had a history with one another mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and sort of yeah but you, you are totally right in saying that, uh, you know, love is definitely at, at the center of the story, um, but isn't done in a way that, at least for, for me anyways, isn't done in a way that sort of takes away from the more uh, suspenseful right. parts. Uh, yeah, it definitely so. doesn't. It's just one of those things. It's a- It's, uh, it's, it's an added benefit. It's ways. added benefit. Yeah, I think it's
2: like a feature part of the film. It's not it's not, it's not not the yeah. main uh, character of the film. And I, I like that. I like that they didn't hammer it too much. You know you got your sex scenes and all that stuff but it wasn't yeah <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't anything like that i mean it's, obviously it was it was very uh um it was a driving force in a way but it wasn't something that was overdone like i didn't feel like this was this was a love movie i felt like this was a suspense film that had romance in it
3: about women it's they all tie back to it it's either the women you used to love want to love the women you came out of like it all ties yeah. back like you're gonna be hard pressed to find a movie that does yeah. not have to tie back to some sort of connection to that honestly that is <laughs> a
2: that is a great point because i don't th- i can't remember a movie yeah like, it, like even even broke mountain was was like that too because they're th- these guys are married right so they have to sneak to a mountain exactly <laughs> because a woman like that they're, <laughs> they're with right like it's
3: always something it's always, always something
2: yeah yeah that's that's interesting I never thought about it like that wow wow or they
3: blaming their mamas so that's the that's, that's the theme yeah, of their yeah, movie. yeah. <laughs> it's my mom made me this way but yeah I have to do something yeah
2: yeah that is it's so interesting I never <laughs> thought about it like, I'm a, now that's gonna be an element that I'm looking for in <laughs> exactly in, in the shows. The what
3: woman first? did this
2: yeah. man around? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, see, I next. thought I thought oh, Vic was okay. going to be was going to. I thought they were going to uh make him the mole. That was that was one thing. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character. Oh,
3: yeah, I did, too. I, I thought, thought he they were going to be more involved. I, I thought
2: he was going to be more involved, but I thought they were going to put it on him.
3: That's what I mean. I thought he was going to be yeah, more yeah. involved in just the scheme of how everything plays gotcha. out. Yeah yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he he was he he was only. I I didn't see that coming. out. character I'll put it like just that.
3: did their job. A character who just went to work and did their job. Just put the task force together and got to work. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I said that. I don't know why I thought it was, it was Henry, like going into the film because. I, I was tempted to also say the same, that it was mm-hmm. going to be Lauren Fitzgerald's character. Mm-hmm. But then I said, so, something tells me that instead of going, like, the very obvious route, they're going to do, like, this weird, like, 180 turn and come to find out, like, the protagonist we're supposed to root for is, like, the technical villain. Yeah. turns out to be the case. I'm like, oh, okay, that, that, that's a bold decision. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's why it sort of made me as um Miyaka mentioned before was it, it would have been interesting if the if right out of the gate we knew he was the mole right and the rest of the film is sort of you know are the characters in search of him yeah. the very person they're searching for is sitting at the best across from them
1: All Right. Yeah.
0: and yeah. i think that really could have been uh you know drilling in a way and then obviously we discover what his motivations are in, in a similar fashion but yeah, this was um this I think now I have a better appreciation of having this conversation with you two. So um I do th- I think if we're I not sure if you two had anything more uh, at least you wanted to add in terms of the oh, like,
3: film, honestly. Yeah. It was a short little film, pretty straightforward, the twist was nice, an yeah. easy watch. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I nah, think I Yeah, so I think with that I guess we want to give our give our ratings yeah yeah here.
2: uh b we do a, uh we do a ratings uh one out of five ticket stubs okay. one out of five okay can i give yeah. it like a three a three
3: yeah. and a half three and yeah a half, you can three do it you can do half I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a solid three
0: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh, how about you Derek?
2: <sighs> um i think i'm actually going to do three and a half i want to say four uh but i'm going to say three and a half because I thought that uh, I thought certain elements of it could have been done a little differently. I th- now that you say that they that the reveal at the beginning could have like, benefited this story in another way, that's probably what's keeping me from giving it to a four.
3: Two hours. We could have gotten an extra cou- 15, 20 have. minutes.
2: It could have. It could have. I, I was actually shocked at how
0: short it was. Yeah. yeah.
3: I think I, I was thinking that. I was like, an extra 15, 20 minutes to develop some of this actually probably would have been really nice.
0: Yeah. yeah, and uh, I think I'm also I, I was tempted to give it a two and a half, but I, I upped it. So that was going to be my original, uh, <laughs> score, but I upped yeah. it two or three since I had since having this conversation. Now I have like a clear. I think it's more like in the middle, uh, literally on the one through five spectrum anyway, <laughs> range <Yeah>. anyway. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is definitely not a bad watch by any means. No. I don't expect this to be like a film that you Know is it, remembered in, in years' time, but mm-hmm. I think what they spoke on, um, you know, w- was fascinating in its own way. Uh, Chris Pine, I, we can talk about the performances, but I think uh, no surprise <laughs> that the performances are great across the board. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. um, yeah, so I think, yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, um,
2: again, everyone, um, and we didn't get to mention this at the beginning of the episode, but, um, you know, uh, we didn't have a, a feature presentation for you guys this last week, so, you know, apologies, but uh, we'll make up for it this week, we're going to have two uh, feature presentations for you guys this week. Uh, so this will come out, as you see, on Tuesday, um, and then our next one will be uh, Adam Sandler's uh, film Hustle. Uh, that's going to be, we're going gonna to discuss that on Friday, so uh, stay tuned for that. Um, Bianca, thank you for joining us for this episode. Please give everybody your social media handles and where they can find you if you want them to find you.
3: Uh, I mean, yeah, there's not much to find. My Instagram is at uh, southern and underscore spicy. Uh, I think it's true to me for sure. Well, my tad, My timeline is neither quality nor quantity. So if you would like to follow, please come on. And then um, on Twitter, I am Durant No Kevin. My last name is Durant, and so I'm Durant No Kevin on Twitter. So
0: yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah, Matt. Yeah, uh, as always, just Instagram Matt underscore uh, T29. Uh, as always, thank you for support, and uh, thank you Bianca for uh, joining us today. I think uh, we loved having you, and uh, thank yes. you for contributing to the conversations. We really appreciate it
3: having me it was yes. great and yeah i do i want to come back and we're going to talk about one series shows that are great
2: i'm looking forward yeah. to that because i i want to re-watch that series anyway yes. so that's that's a perfect excuse to re- uh, do it uh if you want to follow me you can follow me at derek underscore ots D E R R I C K, the black way to spell it and uh but most importantly uh please follow the brand at ots media co all social media platforms um i've been slacking on posting on instagram this last week so apologies for anybody that's just been looking at things that you know it's just been there for the last couple of days but i'm getting back into the swing of things uh this week so please uh follow let us know what you guys think rate review uh the podcast on any social media platform you're on so we get an understanding of what you guys you know want to be able to see or hear from us um give us suggestions on any film or show and we will definitely give it a shot um but please uh again if you're watching this on youtube like subscribe and hit the notification bell if you have not done that already ots media on youtube uh and honestly you can find anything on our link in our bio so i'm gonna shut the hell up and let you guys get on your way so thank you guys for watching and or listening and we'll catch you guys uh
0: later this week thank you guys. thank you